0: The hardest working podcast in Portland Working man
1: Play no games no, no, no. Tell me what
0: Ladies And gentlemen Boys and girls mm. Children mm. of all Ages mm. Mm. Welcome to the play no Games podcast
2: Slash
0: show, show. And we're coming to y'all Today a monumentous day. Now, I've made up this figure and number in my head that not every YouTuber gets 100 episodes because after like 25 few views, after 60, a lot of people shut down. True. But you know, are we still here, baby. <laughs> we still here, baby. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. If you like what we're doing, we trying to put another 100 on y'all dome pieces. And next, when we... I'm saying this early. When we get to 200, we're going to have 10K views. Easy. Like on average? On average.
2: Okay.
1: I'm
0: saying this right now. 200 uh, episodes. It's going to be crazy. It's wow. going to be super crazy. But I'm Cartier Bob. I'm Koss. And I'm Arthur. And this is the illustrious Play No Games podcast show. So before we really get into it... um. I want to say thank you to you guys, I really do. We made it to 100 episodes. It was a dollar in a dream. Shout out to Coss. cost was
3: the dollar.
1: He wasn't that even was a the penny.
0: penny. <laughs> <laughs> not even. I'm I'm gonna share some shit. I'm oh, not gonna wow. lie. Oh man, do you do this every year? No, I don't do this ever. This is the, that's the end of your he breakdown. <laughs> it's good. That's what they want to know about our lives. So. Y'all, I'm not, I almost keeping a band. I almost, I almost overlooked this kid. I believe it. I, <laughs> no, I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it a thousand percent. I'm giving yeah. it a thousand percent. I was a graduate peer mentor and like, you know, something in my soul, like literally. In his soul. Something in my soul was like, why is this kid talking to me? He's like he got a good grade in his, cl- in his class already. Like. Like, why is this kid talking to me? I don't know if... But I just want to say thank you. Without you, a lot well, of stuff
1: wouldn't be possible. Without you, Cos, I appreciate that, Robert. And I want you to know that without you, I would have stopped this a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. You, uh, you are the caffeine we all need when we come in here Man. and uh, give us the energy to put on face, put on for any guests we have on. So without you, the ship doesn't, doesn't sail.
0: Yeah, because, you know, the... Uh, what's I, I keep fucking? I don't know why I keep saying wanted to call your podcast "Opening Presents," but that's Aaron's. Oh yeah, switching stance. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take ownership in s- switching stance No, you own jack. About. What are you talking about? <laughs> if I didn't do the things I needed to do, it wouldn't be up there. It wouldn't. What? What wouldn't be up there? Your energy for it. Let's keep it a band.
1: Mm. Eh. But the. I don't know. I'm I'm a different cost on that show. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're a freaking nature. <laughs> I have to be. Yeah. But no, uh, no, so I won't say that. You think we're arguing? We're having no. deep conversations. And you know, halfway through getting to our hundredth episode, Mitten, somewhere around halfway through, we were able to add the missing piece. Yeah. It was before I think it was like thirty something. Really?
0: No, it no. was like it was like a smooth fifty. No, was cost like, was about right. You came in You've around. We've done like this for
1: 50. two years, and you. Yeah, you came in about a year, I think, year and a right? half.
3: Yeah, a we, half? you came in about fifty. Around oh, it's like year and a
2: half.
0: Because vegan hearts was sixty four. How do I know this? Because I got a big brain.
3: But I but vegan hearts wasn't the first one. Vegan hearts was the second one.
0: No, I'm saying that's when you were a guest. That was the second
3: one. I did two.
0: I'm gonna have
1: to check on that one. Um. So there's two. There's there two. have been somewhere around the forties. I don't
3: know. No, but I think you are right. It is sixty four. It's like early fifties or late fifties or
1: something. It's it's
0: definitely past fifty, but like
3: we're we're arguing about things. And yeah, this is yeah.
0: This
1: is this is the plane Games. the
3: sport. podcast is breaking up already, guys.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Damn.
1: I'm
3: More coming money. for their lunch.
0: More money for me. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: yeah.
0: So yeah. Nah, uh it's, stock it's, soon.
3: it's definitely been a blessing. Um joining the ship. Um you know, I just uh I've I've been a passenger along the way and decided to add some row ro- oars?
0: oars. What did you say? Oars. Oars. Okay, oars. okay. Some paddles.
3: Yeah. Some paddles. Some yeah, some oars. Yeah. Added some oars along the way. And so I think it, it's kinda helped um drive drive <laughs> the ship a little bit a little bit better. Um, but you know, thank you for the platform. Thank you for the opportunity. Um because my podcast didn't make it 100 episodes, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah, we'll get
1: there. We're gonna get there. Amen. Um, Should we shout out the the back, the crew in the back that don't always get camera time? Fuck
0: the critics. Um, wow. <laughs> um, they're the rafters right now. <laughs> <Stop recording. laughs> they're the they're the rafters right now. Before we get to them, I'm just I'm like, even though I know we're gonna talk about this more. We're at PSU, but, like, yeah. this is a 100 episodes. I'm just curious, like, um, because I don't know if y'all can see. We got, you know, we got the drinks. We got, you know, not the popcorn. But we got the Sour Patch Kids. But I'm just curious, like, what – I have something I want to say, but, like, what is, like, podcasting? Because, like, yo, like, if we type y'all names, this show's going to show up. This show's going to show up. Yes, like, you have, like, a carbon digital footprint. So how do y'all feel making – Really. Yes. <laughs>
3: uh, keep going. What did I say? What did I say? These motherfuckers don't believe me. Uh, they don't believe me. You Thank what, you. Can you tell him what he said? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the to the the rafters. They helping the me. They the only him. ones that believe in me. The it fact. only was that
1: believe in me. The Fact Dragon cleared it up. Episode 38 was the first one, AJ. Let's was go. On.
3: Okay. I
0: said so, it was in the 30s. Let's go. All right, fuck it. Since we since we since we go since we go in there, this is actually not the 100th episode. I was gonna the
1: hundredth one that has a number in front of it. Exactly. What's up? The first twenty, forty yeah. or so I told Rob, yeah. like, let's put a number in front of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're mm. well past hundred. We are, we're
0: actually at 142 videos. Okay. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm um, still number 38. Uh, <laughs> right. you say 30 <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he just still fucking 38. I'm so it. fucking.
1: Let's go. Damn, peek the mics. Why don't you? That was loud as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> I don't... Um, we fucking what do you call yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> no. So your question was about how do I feel about being on yeah, a podcast yeah, that then, like, people watch? Yeah, we've asked. Um Yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy that this is our podcast and that it's not anything that's not us. Yeah. It's not something that, like, I'm embarrassed to share with people or, like, I'm embarrassed when people are like, oh, hey, I saw your podcast. All right, hey, I know that guest that was on your podcast. Like, oh, did you enjoy it? Like, that's normally the first thing I say. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fine with this being how I'm seen on a on you know, with my digital footprint. (laughs) I respect that too. I think I have to agree to that statement because it like the platform
3: is it's itself. There's, um, it's me, um, in my own image. I feel like, um, I'm not different from this to anywhere else. Um, and I think that's the beauty of like good representation. And I think we've established that as a team to show like, all of our sides, the good, the bad, and the ugly, when we're right, we're wrong and indifferent, like all the sides are shown on this podcast across the board, and I think that's what also makes it beautiful is you know we never know when we're always right, I mean, you never know when you're right every so often, and, and that's that, what happens <laughs> when you are in this. yeah 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 <laughs> you, I know how to be the villain real good <laughs> <laughs> nah, all love.
0: Love. oh, a thousand ten percent and before I even say that last thing before we really switch gears, uh, we really gotta talk about people behind the scenes who really uh make the show go. The real so, MVPs. Let me tell you, stock is up in that back room. Yeah. <laughs>
1: stock is up. Who's coming? Come on. <clears throat> come on, come on down. We have a mic. For come you. on
0: down. RJ to the to the to the cows. To to the, cow. to the, to, to, to. Come on down on R.J., P.J., R.J., Mr. 50-point.
1: get down
0: here. Ooh. Raul. <laughs> <laughs> Raul. Raul. R.J. R.J. R.J.
1: Oh, my God. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing to bring and putting it next to cost. Yeah.
2: What's wrong with bringing a turtle out? No yeah, you, Koss,
0: know you. keep your hands off of it. <laughs> keep your fucking mitts off of it. You fucking dirty monster. Anywho.
2: My hands are clean. I washed them. Don't worry. I trust you. No, no, you don't. No, no. <laughs> I trust you. But no.
0: RJ! Yes. Yeah. The yes. one and only. The great one. I get it. Welcome to 100.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So. Yes. You're part of the team. Like People yes. don't get to see your face as much but um, like literally man how's
2: it feel Uh, it feels like I'm part of the team
0: (laughs) 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 do you have anything that you would like to say about being a part of a highly successful podcast and
1: running you know the audio maybe who's who's the best when it comes to you know talking to the mic so the best who's talking to the mic is me
2: Yeah. (laughs) yeah Because is not on the show right here I'm on the show right now Second best is Koss Unless Andrew's here Then Andrew's probably second best I actually My voice is loud enough okay. to get picked up We're 1A, so. one 1B one So it's okay mm. If he disagrees I don't care We're 1A, one 1B one But I am glad to be part of this podcast I get to see this turtle every Wednesday And it's a blessing I get to sit behind this nice wall Without a hole in it Every Wednesday They haven't been promised a hole But here we are no hole, D B. And uh we need a we need a hole. So but I am very happy to be here. I'm very enjoyable. It's all always good times.
0: I likewise. Yes. All right, thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for being a part of this team. I appreciate I'm glad you. to be we here. Appreciate I'm gonna take me in my guest now.
0: Yes. All right Shelly. It's his name is Splash, but alright. Anywho, The man, the myth, the legend behind all the artwork, because y'all know when I was doing it. (laughs) Or when I was doing
2: it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. (laughs)
1: Uh, And the guy who's providing all
0: the angles, come on down, Andrew. The Fact Dragon. The Fact Dragon. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh
1: my God.
0: Hi, I'm Andrew. Not even, not even. <laughs> yeah, we so want, we want Boy here. Wonder. Well, Boo. Boo.
1: Come on, Fat Dragon. <laughs> you know what? what? Boy Wonder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it! Why are y'all doing this to my fucking prize possession? He's even working on He's even working on it. So, hey, as always, welcome to 100. Do you have any thoughts, feelings as always? It's always 100 when when you're it's around. It's 100 <laughs> all right? Sorry, what was the question? Any
1: <laughs> anything any thoughts, feelings? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's nice
0: it's nice being here. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. You need to work on that. <laughs> we, will, we will definitely try. It's fine. Oh, uh, dictator Bob. Yeah.
2: DB. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Any whom? Anything wow. else you want to know? No, that's fine. That's fine. I think we'll share our favorite moments of the podcast once we go to What's our. What's your
3: favorite s- moment of the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. My first episode on.
0: Great, great answer.
3: Which that was? Uh, which one?
1: On do we have, the, no, have a guest the, there was no guest okay there was no guest we were downstairs it Oh, was at the po- table at the table before you guys
4: got the couch yes I think there was like two episodes downstairs mm-hmm. and then we moved up here yeah but yeah.
2: yeah yeah
3: okay
0: so um we'll share some of our um favorite podcast moments when we thank you guys thank, thank you Andrew. thank, no, you, thank you thank you a j I'm fine with it Please take the fucking turtle Out of here Anywho Oh my gosh I'll just say this We'll share some of our um, Favorite moments When we get to our Celebration Yeah Location But yes. I think it was You know Pretty True to the soil That we kind of honor That today's our 100th episode And before we get going For our regular scheduled program I definitely think we should Toast there's a saying that before you drink, you gotta bless the bottle. And I think after a hundred episodes, we gotta bless the podcast for good fortune for where it's actually gonna be going. All right. Um, I you I need you to believe. I believe. I need you to believe. So um you guys, you you don't have to be in this shop, but I I need y'all to get y'all glasses. We're gonna pour some shit up. They gonna see the greatness. All right, this is us. All right. <laughs> Y'all got your glasses up over there? Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't. I've been with them too long. Cheers to a successful podcast. I appreciate y'all. This is more to come, more life. Let's do this. Take care. More
3: blessings. Small blessings. Ooh, that Henny White. Ooh, Ooh it's kind of smooth.
1: Sorry, splash. Um, oh, You want to put splash on that over there? All right. Are we good to uh, switch gears? Yes. All right. So, after that illustrious introduction, or uh, introduction to the episode, oh, Robert. Come on. <laughs> Robert. Oh, wait a second. Is it now? Bro, that shit just hit me. Oh, shit. Jesse, you? Did it hit you? Damn. It's fine. Um, Woo. Robert talked about meeting me in college. Uh, someone I met in college who I'm still good friends to today is actually our guest for today. Please bring to the stage, Andy Fam. Oh. Hey! Oh, oh, oh. Here, switch spots with me. Oh, okay. I'll right. let you get the better mic. Oh shit!
0: Yeah. Bro, this is, they got me dancing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, we about to have an episode, y'all. Oh
0: damn,
1: I'm I'm, I'm lit. Okay. So, that's it. I don't need no more of <laughs> these. All right. So, back to our regularly scheduled show. Thank you. We have on our good friend here, Andy Fam. Uh, have you been, yes, have sir. you been on the podcast before? No, yeah, yes, is my
4: uh, first time. Uh, this this you, is your first time? Okay. Yeah, We've talked about it for a me. minute. Yeah, yeah, of we course. we talked yeah. about it. I mean, great supporter of the, the podcast. I love really? what you guys are doing. Yes. So, um, just actually excited to be a guest for the first time. There you go. I'm excited. I'm
3: excited to learn about you, man. I I peeped you, peeped you a few grams. You
1: got. I (laughs) gave them all three. A few grams out here. Instagram check.
4: Yeah, of course. So So, I guess we can
1: just. Oh, sorry. Did
0: you? um, You were leading. This is your guest. But before we go, yes, I have been given a new (laughs) role—not dictator—but before you take over the reins, I'm gonna need you for you make sure we're all speaking into the mic. One fist away. Try your best. Straight in the front. You can definitely put a pillow on your back. Get comfortable. Just make sure you're talking into that mosaic. And all, all I'll say is, you know, we're about to do our very first. He on that. He on that
3: alcohol. He
0: on that alcohol. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This day is actually pretty powerful. I'm not gonna lie. I think I
3: poured too much into my cup. But anywho, it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's about to be a. Hell of an episode, yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah.
1: Whenever Robert drinks any bit of alcohol,
3: it's fun.
0: Here we go. I'm not a drunk, but <laughs> hey, we didn't say you. AJ, will you know our favorite segment to start off.
1: Oh, I thought Cos was so Oh, are we, I thought we were gonna skip playing. Oh, we're games skipping that. We did that intro. My bad. My bad. Kid. All right. Yeah, we'll just hop right into it. So, my good friend Andy, tell, hey. tell, tell us a little about about what, what what's Renegade Motorsports. What's Engine House? How does Engine House fit in? And then, kind of, you know. Yeah, or you came in with that.
4: Yeah, so uh, Renegade Motorsports is an aftermarket um, shop. So pretty much uh, we R&D products so that uh, S2000 platform basically has new products, gets rejuvenated to essentially um, keep the platform alive. Um, they also r and a couple of other products with uh, other platforms as well, but mainly just a Honda platform. And so Engine House was kind of like the intersecting point of pretty much motorsports and clothing, and so that's where Mm -hmm. I kind of jumped in. So, Mm -hmm. Engine House is just an automotive apparel company that we kind of branded um, to essentially just kind of uh, go hand-in-hand with like our shop, and then just also with clothing. Um, Two passions that we're pretty much essentially combining together to kind of share to the world. So, yeah. Super dope.
3: (laughs) (laughs) When you you talk about um, motorsport as like this, this major player. What got you into like cars and things like that?
4: Yeah, uh, I guess like one of like a personal story of why like I pretty much got into cars was uh, my mom actually. So she's kind of always enjoyed, like, really nice cars. Like, I remember growing up as, like, a little kid, she actually had, like, a 3 Series BMW. Oh, wow. And mind okay. you, I think nowadays, like, um, it is a pretty, like, kind of standard the mill like, kind of BMW car. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it was really significant because um, my parents didn't really have a lot, um, especially them being immigrant uh, and then just also moving over to the United States. Um, one of those things that is, like, kind of, like, those assets or i guess like kind of property that kind of represents like your value in a say in the uh, in the old times is like your car and so like she always took care of it um that was like kind of like her pride and joy yeah. and so essentially when i was really young i always really enjoyed car rides um another thing too is also just our family just kind of always been around cars and stuff like that as well so i think just generally from like a background standpoint i felt like everyone that was like kind of in my like family circle was just always into cars i feel like everyone always like had a Slight deeper appreciation of cars. And so I guess, like, when it transitioned over from just like liking cool cars and then into like getting more into like the technical aspects about why certain cars are liked in certain communities, um, that just kind of just generally like driven my passion over time. And especially like nowadays um, when the internet has so much wealth of knowledge, I think like it allows other people to connect to the motorsports industry or just uh, cars in general. So it's a mm. more obtainable. It's more um, easier for people to kind of get into it, whether you had a car or not. I think it's just uh, such a growing community and such like a powerful community that I feel like people tend to grasp it. And I felt like my personal connection with it um, growing up made it seem for me um, why I gravitate towards it nowadays. 100%. I had a very
1: similar type of story to why like yeah. I also enjoy cars is that immigrant background uh like you know we did we didn't grow up with a lot but once my parents businesses succeeded then it's like we-, we showed that off through like the type of car we would own so for me it was like my my mom bought an audi and then my sister bought an audi so then i felt like it was my turn you know type of thing so kind of like that's how it starts i feel like with it within the community a little bit i feel like i feel like it-, it speaks a little more to like the immigrant mindset too
4: for sure and i think it's just like a lot of people in general to like see as like a transaction of success yeah and so i think like it's kind of like also important from looking from like a minority standpoint that like you know i think the appreciation of having a nice car and just in general when people actually do show up in a nice car that they appreciate that they love they worked hard for mm-hmm. it only just kind of more or less like shows when you kind of like drive your car and you experience your car um so i i mean i personally agree like i think like um especially having, like, a personal connection with, like, cars and stuff, too. I think, like, um, I feel like a lot of people either have, like, kind of two ways of, like, why they got into cars. I think, like, one of them is, like, a personal connection with either someone or, uh, a group of people that kind of show you about, like, what's, like, a cool car or, like, why do they like cars or the other one that's, like, kind of, like, the big main driving factors of a lot of, like, younger, um, audiences when it comes to motorsports and just cars in general is, uh, Fast and Furious, and speaking of, mm-hmm. it's even more funnier that Fast and Furious uh, 10, I believe, is coming yeah. out, like, X. this week, X. X, Yes. yeah, yeah. part so, one of three, yeah, and it's, it's crazy, trilogy people. on a, on a 10th movie, like, I didn't, doesn't that technically qualify as a 13 movies instead of 10, yeah. I, I have no idea, but, I just thought it was the funniest the thing, dozen. but, um, no, I think, like, Fast and Furious, like, plays a pretty significant part 100%. in a lot of people. And so, like, I think, you know, with the actors and, like, the cars that they brought throughout, the, like, the whole entire series, like, it's so relatable that people just kind of want, you know, like, a Dude, cool car.
1: If it wasn't for Fast and Furious, R34s wouldn't be, like, $200,000.
4: Yes, yeah. A- a- any significant car that has came out of the Fast and Furious series would have not been worth its value had it not been for its movie, like, Movie, movie like, yeah, movie role essentially, and okay. so, like, yeah, it's also in specifically a, the Japanese, scene. yeah, especially the Japanese cars. I think, like, um, when it comes to like the market in the US, I feel like a lot of people didn't really see a lot of appreciation for them up until like a later point in time. And so, like, a lot of these like Japanese cars that are kind of like introduced into these movies, a lot of people kind of were like, Whoa, like, I've never seen that. It's like, What is that? and like, people that have been doing it for such a long time know these cars, but it's really like the first time, like uh i believe like a lot of people actually saw some pretty rare cars like in a very like early 2000s and that's when like um the car scenes like um from my knowledge um especially ones. People... like the modern car scene yeah. i say like the car meet yep.
1: where you also like you have the meets where like they you know they do burnouts and they do yep. donuts and all, yep. all that stuff and like the drag races all that that modern version of it i believe as well as that it stemmed from the original fast and furious movies yep and kids want to live that life and they're like okay i'm gonna save up buy like a mitsubishi eclipse yep well, a little I'm gonna, honda I, civic i'm, gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna rice i'm gonna rice the fuck out of it yeah. <laughs> uh i'm gonna make i'm gonna put underglow on it i'm gonna put you
4: know wrap it in purple uh, Yeah, i mean strap, yeah, put, put, put a gonna... bunch of chrome on it too yeah. like i mean yeah, that was yeah. a really big thing too but put yeah some, uh, speakers put some fucking like double double subs like double uh, yeah, yeah. subwoofers and like 20 yeah. inch rims and so like, i got this you know, I think it's you like can't be fast, but you can be loud. Yep, and like it's <laughs> it's so funny. But like nowadays, like it's you know, you even cars like have trends and stuff where people are now starting yeah. to come back and like now like doing underglow underglows. wasn't
1: cool for a while. Now underglow's kind of cool again. Now I gotta know. Now the I gotta speakers know. aren't in right yeah, now. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Go now ahead. no, I'm saying now I gotta know. We talking.
0: <laughs> we hey, I'm gonna be honest. You know, I'm not a car guy, but oh, fine. I feel like that has to be introduced into the you know conversation where like mm-hmm. you know. I just it's whatever, but we'll get to there. I have a question <laughs> about that, but the question is you talking y'all talking about all this shit, which is dope, which I'm just curious because yeah. so what what is Andy pulling up in that's the question like what is oh, what's in his oh, garage man. what is what what is what is his you know what is his whip of choice?
4: Yeah, uh, so right now I'm driving a 2002 Mazda Miata, so a little okay. drop top. Yeah. and like I think like the coolest part about that car is is that it's so obtainable, and I feel like everyone can actually like get it, like if they you know saved up a little bit of money and then like actually bought it. But I think the significance about it is just almost as similar as a Honda Civic. It's like a very strong entry level car that a lot of people can get um, with little to like no money. They can start like modifying their cars which is like their first introduction into motorsports modifying the car to essentially be used as an off-road term um and then essentially just more or less like getting into the actual culture of like building your car um aesthetically making your car like the way that you want it to and Mm. it's just like kind of just more or less like Blank blank slate that kind of becomes like your extension of like your um personality i would say or just in general like what you kind of see like your car like being made out to
0: so what's your personality
4: i don't know i think for me like i like a little bit of aggressive but like kind of just like like standard and the reason why i say that is because i like fitting into the crowd but at some point in times like you know they're they're just little flares to make you a little bit different than everyone else i'll say this the way he's dressed right now does not match his car
1: Okay. Yes. okay his car is yes. super clean it's all white he's got a body kit on it which is i think it's the cleanest miata actually in portland i've told him that too <laughs> Cause i see a lot of miatas that deserve to be in the dumpster oh man uh, <laughs> but his, his his miata is stupid clean what i'm not saying mean? his outfit isn't clean but that's outfit, what i was about to say the, the outfit the outfit pops yeah. now, what i'm saying is the outfit pops his car is like a smooth criminal if y'all could do a close-up, look at this man right here. Look at this yeah, man right
0: This man is white hot. Yeah. He's Miami Knights ready. Well, you just came oh, yeah. back
4: from Hawaii too, right? Yep,
0: just yeah, came back goes. from Hawaii. Y'all <laughs> see that skin? A little
1: bit
4: cooked, but like- you know, Glowing. Okay. Yeah, you know, you had to get the- Glowing. Little, little Hawaii glow, you know? <laughs> I feel it. Yeah.
3: So you talked about cars and culture and, and certain cultures buying certain cars. For me, culture's big. From your knowledge-
4: what cultures buy what cars? Oh,
1: that is such a good question, actually. Ooh. That is such a good question.
4: <laughs> I mean, it just really depends. So, like, for me, like, I think it's super funny because, like, one of, like, the one of like the talking points that we've always talked about um, at the shop at Renegade is um, the NSX. So this car was, like, kind of built to kind of, like, compete with, like, certain markets at the time. Uh, built in, like, the mid-90s I, yep, by Honda. Yep, by Honda. And so essentially, like, it was around the time that like supercars and like ferrari and like, a bunch of other like big names are kind of like making very sleek and exotic cars and so honda wanted to do their little take on a car and so i think it's kind of funny because like for like that part of the culture like a lot of people like i think Ludacris like maybe has one or something like that but Ludacris and, is a big accurate guy yeah, and he's a big accurate guy but like i mean just in general like it comes down to like pretty much like your preference like so a mm. lot of like the Japanese cars like a lot of like uh the cultural stem is is that they're reliable like people really like enjoy like the fact that you can beat them up and like they last for a long time or like BMWs luxury so it appeals to like certain cultures like i think like from a music culture i think a lot of people nowadays kind of like view like BMWs Audis and like uh Bugattis are like just very exotic cars like kind of like the standard run-of-the-mill like these are the kind of cars that you would get And then some other people just kind of, like, enjoy, like, from a culture standpoint, like, I just want reliability. I just want a car that I want to just pretty much, like, drive all the time, go point A, point B. Um, And then there's, like, the luxury, like, extensions of, like, normal brands. So, like, Toyota has Lexus and Honda has Acura and Nissan, I believe, has... Infinity. Infinity, yeah. And so, like, essentially, like, it just kind of, like, goes down to, like pretty much what you appreciate. Yeah. And so like it just varies based on like culture, but like I know for sure like um some like minorities such as like my parents, like they enjoy Lexus's and BMWs because they feel like it's a status of symbol. Um that they want a car that's reliable, um, but also shows like a little bit of like flair. Um so like that's kinda like generally like I think like when I look at, you know, um Asian families, um they usually kind to, like they usually pick like Toyotas and like Lexus and like BMWs, Audis and Mercedes. And so like, that's kind of like, like a example of like a culture. And so like, it just really comes down and boils down to pretty much like what you need in a car, but also like what you appreciate. Certain brands have like certain entities and like a lot of like factors that kind of like make them why they're really known. Um, So like BMW has like heritage. A lot of people really appreciate heritage. Porsche is like kind of like that genuine like kind of like motorsports where people really enjoy a car that like wants to be really fast and like they want to have it look sleek and they want it to uh, resemble luxury but at the same time it looks pretty standard so you want to stay kind of under the radar. Mm. Um, Audi is kind of like luxury for me like I think their interior is like really beautiful in terms of like their Stitching their quality, and I also, think they've passed Mercedes, honestly. Yes, yeah, I, I think, think
1: Mercedes taken a big hit in luxury.
4: Yes, I think, um, from my perspective, like I think Audi, um, has like leveled up in terms of like just like pure innovation. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you like kept up with like in terms of, like the news of cars, like they're just going for it. Like they're making like electric trucks at this point now. Um, a lot of like self-automating like parts of like the cars. Like, I think, like in general, like, like I said, like it based on like the Kind of like resemblance of what you want in a car, like will kind of gravitates to your culture, like your culture's need. I
1: guess so. Like, like, like I'll give you guys an example with Audi and kind of how they're pushing technologies. Like uh, in the A8, which is their luxury sedan, the it has. Body. Yeah. Uh, if if there's a someone that's gonna hit T bone you, the car lifts. The car will lift you right before impact, so the guy hits your frame, not the door. Wait. What? Yeah, the car literally because it has air suspension in it. It'll go like this. So then, like, it hits the frame, which is then going to keep you safer. Stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, like, if you go over a pothole, it'll It'll it will pull literally the, lift up.
0: It'll and lift it'll, the wheel yep. up so, the, so you
1: don't hit the pothole. So we got Optimus
0: Prime car. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like,
1: yeah that, happens. <laughs> like, people don't realize, like, Tesla's cool and all. Mercedes already passed Tesla in terms of, like, technology and electric cars. The new EQS is far superior than a Tesla. Range, technology, uh, reliability, all this stuff. So it's and like, looks. I think, like, Tesla's sh- a little yeah. cookie cutter, but. Tesla's first. Yeah. But you give, dude. These these engineers that work for Mercedes, BMW, Audi, yeah. Lexus, dude. Some of the stuff they do is artwork, and uh, they they know what they're doing.
0: So, do does some of these cars know about date nights? You know, how does how does that how does the cars help for date nights? You know, do I get extra lift? You know, like how? Uh,
1: I- uh, you can uh, per, a sense. You get sense in the car. Like if you buy. Uh, an S-Class. S yes, S-Class. S S Mercedes, Mercedes yeah. you get different uh, smells. You yep. can pick it. What? <laughs> so you get like four or five different perfume bottles in the glove, like hidden behind the glove box. And you get to choose. And you get to choose what you want. And then you can also choose what colors you want like the interior to be. So my yeah. so like, Riz game gets to go up. Yeah, you, yeah, get to do, like, yeah. A, <laughs> you can do like an like, ocean with like a light blue LED or, like on the trims and everything. Yeah, oh, you yeah. You know, like... That's uh, fucking crazy.
4: You know, and you then you can turn on the massage on, feature on the on the chairs. Wait! Massage chairs.
0: Massage. I can get, get it warm before it warm. and after dinner? You can...
1: You can, yeah. <laughs> you can heated seat, cooled seat, massage, Yeah, You
4: even got, like, cup hold, like, warmers. A and cup like, hold warmer it, and coolers. Audi, and with, Audi does yeah. cooled cup holders, yeah. yeah. Exactly, and then, like, even some car... Uh, manufacturers make refrigerators and stuff in the glove in box. The glove you, glove can box do, like, you can get wait, a safe yeah, in the glove yeah, box, yeah, put, you can, put your Glock in there. No. Hey, <laughs> and Jalwick. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, and so, like, I think it's just, like, it's it's really, really cool, honestly. So, I think just in general, like, these, like, car manufacturers and the engineers that's putting so much time and work into these cars, is like, I guess, like, that's why, like, you know, innovations, like, a really big thing in like cars yeah. and why a lot yeah. of people that's what people cars. look like when you buy when you
1: want when you're gonna spend 60 70 80,000 on a new car you're like okay what's different why do I pick this one over the other one uh and kind of to speak on that culture thing I also wanted to add like speaking from an Eastern European mm-hmm. perspective all about the BMW, the BMW yeah. Mercedes, <laughs> like, you gotta, what the fuck he, is that <laughs> it's all about the German beaters you buy them cheap you tune them all this stuff um I'm curious though in you know, in the African American community, I he... why does why <laughs> does why does Chrysler have such a grip over you guys? Detroit is a it, it Detroit think, thing like American like the Dodge? Made, yeah, all that? yeah. Just just
4: I, I think like when it comes to like Americans, like uh, uh, like car companies, like I think a lot of like at the time uh, in the Midwest, they'd employed like probably like sixty or seventy percent of like people that lived in those areas, I mm-hmm. believe, and so like I think when people talk about like oh like why are you guys not like fixated on buying like Japanese cars like you guys know that they're reliable or um if you guys want something luxury just go with the European cars um but mainly it's just tied down to like certain routes where like people essentially like their families and like generations worked at these uh factories building these cars and so like I feel like a lot of the times is people have genuine connections again back to the whole personal thing is just like if their parents drove a car and they had no bad experiences you know they have like personal uh experiences where like they enjoyed the car or any of that factor like i believe like you know i mean they wouldn't deteriorate someone away from it and so like, i feel like that's why um american car does also need their appreciation too because they've held the backbone of like the economy for a while too especially for families like in certain areas where these factories were and so like i feel like a lot of people do hold a pretty deep appreciation for american cars especially um when it comes to manufacturers and i think that's why american muscle cars
3: hold their value so well yeah. at a certain point because a lot of americans want that traditional old school they want that 75 mustang you know uh, apple green whatever like yeah they want yeah. these old school traditional cars that kind of like you're saying perpetuate this culture that they've seen. I grew up in this car. My dad had this car. My grandparents had this car. They had the Oldsmobile a 72 Oldsmobile and yeah. so like I think when we begin to go back to that culture piece like you're talking about and Costco was saying I think f- foreign cars in America do great to younger generations. Yes. But I think when you talked about old school cars, they go back to some a lot of our old fo- older folks childhoods and memories and all that so you begin to tap into like um you know some of those those nice
1: the plymouths and your the, you the know, list. Yes, your cut list. grasp that corvettes have on old white men yeah, absolutely yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying I, I, it makes yeah. no sense but yeah. um, you know yeah. so yeah no.
0: Nah. so i had a question is is kia american brand
3: no no
1: it is south korean, korean. i was gonna say korean okay never mind which south korean Back in like the '90s, was like don't buy South Korean. Now, dude, they're pretty. They're pretty innovative. Dude, they're they're, yeah. they're doing better stuff than Nissan. And I would say even Nissan Ni- is, is what? Honda. Nissan what? is what? Nissan's Japanese. Is, Japanese. Nissan's Japanese. Okay. Yeah. What's Hyundai? Hyundai, oh, South, South Korean. Korea, South Korean too. So Hyundai yeah. and Kia are the Which, same company. Oh, mm-hmm. Hyundai owns both well, of them. Well, yeah. well, isn't Infinity? Infinity um, is Nissan's luxury, luxury brand. brand. But I thought. Oh yeah, Korea. Okay, they're yeah. both from Korea. Never okay. mind, so,
3: I've have, I have some words but
1: So then you have uh you have Hyundai Kia and then the the luxury brand of those two is um BMW. No. No. <laughs> Genesis. Okay, Genesis. Genesis so Genesis Hun- Hyundai book. used to Create
3: the Genesis. Thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to create. It was just a model. Yeah. And then they just made a whole brand out of it. Yep. And yep. that's their, like, luxury brand. Now. Yeah,
3: so I used to own a Genesis. So the 09 on the Genesis. Oh, okay, okay. It was v Gen- V8 man. twin turbo. Nice. It was super nice. I crashed it. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Y'all
0: ain't about to shame me. I was at a dealership, and yes. BMW, like, Hyundai, like, had BMW, like, under it. But yeah, um, stop it. Stop it.
1: Yeah, cars, aftermarket. I think the only thing I could make a connection there is that the new product designer or head of design for Hyundai used to work for BMW.
4: Yeah, and someone... I yeah, I think like nowadays, uh, especially with like European uh, audio manufacturers, they're leaving their positions a very high position in um, just to essentially rotate over to another uh, car manufacturer to essentially elevate the um, yeah, company. Course. And so, like, to Kasi's point about, like, essentially why, like, these uh, Korean cars are essentially, like, been on the map and, like, have... Grown so exponentially within the last like I want to say like five or seven years. Definitely five seven. Yeah, they've been building it for
1: like I almost feel like a, a decade. I though. feel like
3: I feel like Genesis is really competing with a lot of dude. Those Genesis, top, I
1: I will probably go back range. to I will go back to Hyundai because they're dropping that new Ionic Five N performance car
4: that's all electric, and I'm like, dude, that's sick. Hey. Yeah, and so like I think like just them like having that position to like be more creative, and I think like just them being as like artists too, like they, you know they essentially engineering the future and so Mm -hmm. when you look at all these like cars they're making them so affordable but yet you're combining that luxury feature and making available for more um, lower middle class income for them to experience the luxury Mm -hmm. and like you cannot beat that when it comes to just like in terms of like making more accessible um especially with just all their technology that they've been kind of inputting a lot of their base model standard features are some features that you have to pay for european cars and like i can't even lie that like, that's pretty um as pretty shameful from like a company's point yeah. of like just making it so it's like not accessible but i understand why like these companies are trying to essentially compete with each other in terms of like features and trying to like push innovation it's just because um, a lot of these manufacturers now have so many great engineers and like uh, people that actually work in the automotive industry um, that are just pushing the envelope. And so every manufacturer is just pretty much on their toes in terms of just innovating and making sure that they have the best product that's available right now. And I kind of want to talk about
1: that. So like Robert, for example.
0: Don't be dry snitching on a internet. be
1: dry snitching on This is going to compliment you. You got the uh, a- a long- Honda. The Hyundai Elantra, right? No. Which one? Tucson. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Tucson? I be driving when I be driving. <laughs> okay, you've, well, already, you've Robert, already talked Robert, about it on the episode. You know that. No, right? I didn't say the brand. Yes, you did. No, I did. Yes, all you I'm did. gonna say is it was Robert's like car, which ago. is a Hyundai mid midsize Fact SUV, check. has more technology than than my BMW does. Really? Oh, it does. Yes. Like for example, Robert, when you In your face. When uh, when you turn the turn signal on. Yeah. You get a camera, right? Yeah. That sees easier. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Wait a second. Anub, yeah. Innovation. so he gets, he gets cameras every time he turns a turn
1: signal on, on his dashboard, showing him his blind spot from his mirror. That's dope. That's, I don't have that. Safety I have, features. I only have blind spot monitors. Uh, I think you have, Heated and cooled seats. Yeah. Yeah. I only have heated yeah. and stuff like that. Like, uh, nah, it's it, they're delivering value at a lower price. And then something else, to talk about like with features in German cars like BMW. Now, if you want heated seats, it's a monthly subscription. I know. They're, they're, oh, they're, shit. Yeah. My like, body. Like, so, what the they're the doing Spotify. is before it'd be like, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, before it'd be like a button. And if you didn't get that feature, it just wouldn't have that button. Now, the button will be there no matter what. But to unlock it is a paywall bitch yeah, yeah. but yeah, if you go to a tune shop a tune shop can you know break Wait. that break that paywall for you real easy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly yeah uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's works northeast yeah, yeah. portland <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah like uh it's just stuff like that like now we're i have a monthly subscription to heat my ass up in my car yeah really <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah. it's like it's not cheap too it's like 15 bucks a month yeah, oh my god
3: <laughs> um, um Question. So, you do aftermarket cars, right? Mm -hmm. So, how has the aftermarket car industry grown, and what is the significance of the aftermarket and the before market?
4: Yeah. Like, so I think for like the aftermarket, like just from the perspective of like the last like kind of like 20 years from like the early 2000s and now, like people have like been just in a sense like able to just kind of like essentially pick and choose like pretty much what they want to work on and like with YouTube and stuff too like I think uh that allows people to have so much information when it comes to aftermarket and I feel like a lot of people in general too just have more accessibility I think like back in like the early 2000s like stuff like that was like kind of hard to get because either Japanese like uh aftermarket like companies are were the only ones making it or essentially um it would just cost a lot of money nowadays like you have a bunch of uh, companies are innovating new products and people just in general just like like pushing the level in terms of like just what's being put out there um, like either for like quality or just in terms of pricing so like people are just like allowed to pretty much modify their car any way possible and even now that I think about it I was just like when you look at it from like information too like I think AutoZone and like all these like auto shops like just like your you know standard like kind of places where you would just pretty much like pick up replacement parts, like people didn't have the internet to rely on to figure out like certain like things like I think uh in our shop we talk a lot about forms like that's Mm. like a place where people legitimately like ask questions and like try to essentially help each other out to basically figure out a certain problem to this day until this day
1: people still use them like i when i had my old audi if i had an issue i'd go to a
4: forum about some guy that
1: posted back in 2010 about how to fix the issue that i'm having and i'm like god bless you man you just saved me like a thousand (laughs) dollars exactly and so
4: like i think the information being readily available but like the immersion of so many aftermarket companies like just being like affordable and just also like the level of quality that's just increased over like the like last couple of decades like it insanely improves uh, like how much more you can do to your car how you can take care of your car and then just in general too like a lot of people i feel like feel more comfortable actually working on their cars like i think a lot of people actually wouldn't mind taking their hand at like fixing their cars or like you know uh i know as simple as just like changing an oil like feel like nowadays like people actually feel like it's like an accomplishment to do and i think that's like a pretty big Milestone because you know dealerships charge a lot of money for certain services like that um, Granted like you know um, those that don't have time to obviously service their own cars um, Will pay for that type of service, but I mean if like people actually like want to just like do it themselves or a dui um, the aftermarket and just in terms of, like performance and also just like maintenance and uh, Just preventative stuff like has grown so much that like people nowadays can just to average Joe can just pretty much work on their car um, have so much information available to help them do that yeah. service or that um essential job. I, I just did
3: that. I just changed the spark plugs in my car the other day. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's just like the second time I've done it. So it was, it was pretty easy the second time. Go. So it was pretty cool.
0: So I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. You be dead ass for me. <laughs> so like, for men, like, what is the bare minimum should a men mm-hmm a man should do when it comes to cars so like changing the tire spark plugs <laughs> oil change before like what do you think as a car guy like you're like he's coming in be like hey i need my tire change you're like huh, that guy uh
4: honestly like i want to say like just a basic oil change like uh and just like Small like prevent uh, like or preventative like maintenance on a car like spark plugs changing oils, um just make it yeah f- like headlights fog lights um anything that just revolves around like stuff like that keeps your car like running and just safety purposes like um changing bulbs is pretty important um just because like you know to stay on the road um i.e like if your one of your tail lights are out or something like that you can get pulled over and get sighted for that and that's not really fun getting pulled over. Um, and you know, it's just in general like that type of like stuff is like like not really a pleasant experience. So like just learning the basic like tasks to just kind of upkeep your car to basically for it to stay on the road um, will get you by. I think a lot of the other like services and a lot of like stuff like aftermarket or performance related or anything that's like more than just the run of the mill like uh, preventative maintenance um, will essentially take more know how. And like that, you can kind of pass it off because that is stuff that you're going to need specialized tools. Like, so when we work on um, certain jobs at the shop, we have to get certain tools that they're not going to be readily available. Or if you wanted to, you could have a go at your your car in terms of fixing it or like uh, upgrading it or doing anything performance or aftermarket market related, you do need certain special tools. And sometimes auto shops have it, sometimes they don't. Um, or certain, I guess like, manufacturers have like certain tools that you have yeah. to use that's proprietary to the car um so it just really depends on what car you choose but i know like obviously would know this but like the oil filters on those certain cars will have like a certain sizing that you have to get and so like
1: i don't i'll be honest i don't i don't change the oil my yeah head, <laughs> no, okay. and the reason yeah. i don't change my oil is because to change it I have to use – I have to rent a tool yep. that sucks the oil out of it. I can't let it drain. It doesn't drain because it's backwards because yep. it's German. It has to be that way. Yep. Oh, so for me to change the oil requires me to get a tool that then I pump and it sucks the old oil out. And then I, I change the filter and then I put new oil in. But I can't. It's not like a old like an American or a Japanese car where I, I just I, yep. yeah yeah I've done Better that really. before. That's that's fun. That's that's you know forty minutes, thirty minutes of auto yeah, Saturday. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I I will not. I I refuse to rent a tool to pump oil out of my own car. Yeah. I'll say this. You don't you don't have to change your your own oil to be a man. You don't have to change your tires. All this stuff, but just know when that stuff's due, and take it to the shop. That's as long as you know, like, hey, every five, seven, I'd say they say 10,000. I don't trust the whole 10,000 miles on yeah, the oil shares. I, don't I, think it's I just, do every yeah. five. Yeah, okay, but like, I, drive, yeah. I drive more performance. So it's going to burn oil. It's got a turbo. It's naturally going to burn oil. You're probably good every 7,500 miles with your car. I'll give you an example. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have more features than yours. I just figured, yeah. For, yeah. You know, it, does, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how about that? Uh, I, would, I would appreciate y'all saying this because I'm going to keep it a band, you know? I'm not I'm I'm the voice for the voiceless. There's some men oh, yeah. who be looking at that car. Now I'm different because I'm a YouTube shit because I'm i American and I'm stubborn. It's like they feel less of a man because they can't do certain things. Uh, because I'm just saying, let's keep it a band. If you know how to fix a car, you know, you know, that's your entry point to be like, hey, you know, I see your tail light out, girl. You know, I I can I can fix that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you yeah. Know. So no, I appreciate y'all sharing that because I feel like there's a lot of like barrier of entry when it comes to car stuff.
4: 100. Yeah. Because
0: like when you open up the
4: hood and it's like it's, it's a daunting task. I think Yo. I think a lot of people just get like oh, very uh, well. One, I think like the the most biggest thing is, and I think everyone values it, um, is time. Mm-hmm. I think not a lot of people are comfortable putting in time in their car, especially if it's like 30 minutes, about two hours. It could be longer. The thing is, working on cars is you never really know what's gonna happen until you pretty much get in there. And so sometimes it's not really like a fun task once you figure out like a 30 minute job is actually gonna take you four hour jobs. Like it's just, that just really depends on your level of like expertise and like how well you can kind of go around your car and like maintenance it. Um, But I think that the thing is, is that why you don't necessarily need to do all that is because that's why we pay people at dealerships or we pay people, you know money to essentially service their car that's like their livelihood they i'm went keeping to school. america's economy running yeah and so like <laughs> uh, yeah essentially like you know like those people went to school to do the, all that stuff so yeah. you know they're experts and exactly. so just like in any other profession like if you had a, a certain uh, expertise in a place like you would go to that person so like that's why i don't find it you're less of a person if you can't change your own oil or you can't do anything that's why we have people with expertise in certain professions because yeah. they are the person that you go to an answer for and they will probably help you out a lot more than you trying to Google it or like YouTube it because that's and their skill that's set. Why, and I if you break it, it'll be even more expensive to fix. Yep, that's that's the worst one. If that's, you, break, that, if you yeah. break your stuff, that's like even worse <laughs> because you go to a place and you're like, hey, look, I tried doing this by myself. I messed up. Yeah. And can then you help me out? And yeah. like it's gonna be kind of an awkward conversation because you're like, well, how did you do that? And like they'll be like, Yeah, <laughs> right. I did this, that, and like it didn't really work out that well. But I mean, when you generally look at it though, like that's why there's people that are experts in their profession. Like, you yeah. know, like so I definitely appreciate that like, you know, there's people out there that can answer your question if you don't have the right answer or you don't, and it just goes for every profession. Um, not just only in like automotive or just like, you know. Uh, yeah. Just automotives or like cars and yeah. anything just for this specific topic. But like, just like doctors and like lawyers and you know business people, entrepreneurs. Like they, everyone has a wealth of knowledge that they're just kind of willing to share. Um, so that's why, like, based on who you hang out with or like who you ask for service, it's that's the level of expertise that you're gonna get. oh shit! Should we have fact dragon alert. Whoa. Whoa.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck these niggas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I say? How are you How doing say, this at the I back? This is, what, did <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? I called it. Wait
2: a second. How did you the fucking time step the fuck out of that? <laughs> <laughs> I hate these oh, guys holy fuck oh so, shit I, I didn't
1: call for Dude. a fat check I didn't call for a fat check wow um, you know what So, so fuck off there's nothing, you I should say, be proud that's a great fucking
0: car all know? I will say is yeah fuck you RJ all <laughs> I will say is you gotta respect oh my God. the genius people now you know, we don't expect those, you know, those iPod people, you know, they be trying to help us. You no, know, the genius people, I don't Genius really, people mm-hmm. because you know how many times when my Mac oh. they be fucking up, I'll be in Reddit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see yeah, what you're yeah. Saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you saying that shit yeah, yeah. because you know, don't get me wrong, like I'm not like a like I'm like a middle tier, like handy guy. Mm-hmm. Like I youtube university yeah. the fuck out of shit. And you're right, because when I be breaking shit. Way worse. Dude, yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" I should just, yeah.
2: Fu- I I fucked around and found out. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah. I, yeah. So no, I appreciate you saying that because, um, I feel like there's like a barrier of entry to a lot of these things, and like yeah. that makes people feel small, like, "Oh, I can't do this" or anything like that. But no, I was like,
2: I, I really appreciate
3: that, gentlemen. Yeah. So I have to I have to ask this question. I wrote it down. So you have like good mechanics, and then you have the get over mechanics, right? So talk about this, um fear or push away from going to the mechanic shop because mm-hmm. of those get over mechanics interesting
4: yeah you want to yeah i mean like uh you yeah, do a lot I, of
1: your own work though right yeah
4: so i i mean like most of the time like i do mostly like my own work but i mean there is like that sense where like if i can't get something done then i would like get, go to a mechanic shop or like kind of ask someone with more expertise and like i think the part is, is that it's really intimidating because like again it kind of goes back to like the wealth of knowledge like if you essentially don't know what's happening to your car and stuff like that people mm-hmm. get really intimidated you know if they start talking about like mm-hmm. dude like your cylinder one of your cylinders is out and like your car is like leaking fumes like everything is like spilling out like that's pretty terrifying for someone that uh, like you know doesn't have like a, no- a lot of knowledge in cars or just in general when you get like to the point where like you know my car is something is really wrong can you please help and like it's making these type of noises and like you know they're diagnosing it and they just list out a bunch of stuff like i think that like really much like frightens a lot of people and so like i think like most of the time as people are okay with just being like okay i'll just fork over the money because i don't know or, or i'm assuming this person actually has the right knowledge um and sometimes that's like really scary because like you could be forking over a lot of money for something like that doesn't take too much time of research or like um, I guess like more or less if you kind of knew a little bit more back knowledge on it then you can kind of like have like a little bit like skepticism questioning so then that way you're not getting like screwed over or like you're not um, in the like unknown about like certain thing that's happening to your cars. There's a lot of people just kind of like take it there they just kind of be like hey like you do your job because like you know I trust you and then they do it and then you know, they come back, list a bunch of things, and then like, you know, now you're just worried about your car. Mm. Um, or people just in general are like, okay, maybe I don't it's like I'm I'm just I'm good. Like I, you know, I know the problems in my car, but I'm not gonna not gonna go with it. And they take their car out of the mechanic shop and they just kinda go about their day. And so like that like fear of like just pretty much like not knowing what's going on, or just like when someone has like that power to essentially like dictate what you're kind of essentially like hearing. Um, it gets, like, slightly a little bit intimidating, especially for someone that doesn't know about that certain type of, like, knowledge. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I use mechanics more
1: frequently. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am a car person in terms of... I love to work on cosmetic stuff myself. Mm-hmm. Performance, maintenance stuff. I let the professionals take over. I'm handicapped. Uh, anyways, uh, so what I do when I look for, you know any any type of work is i specifically look for places that specialize in that type of car mm. so if you have a german car there are, there are abundance of german automotive shops a lot of them specialize in bmw or an audi or i've gone i've gone to bmw specialists i've gone to audi specialists i've i've been to these people there are the ones that specialize in japanese cars and nissan specifically and all this stuff i would look for those first off Reviews are really important, and if you're in the community, uh, you 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 can ask around and like the word gets out where like good places are and where bad places are. I'm actually I'm actually
0: gonna, I'm gonna I actually wanna piggyback off of off of AJ. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is very interesting. I I love the question. So for me, at least, when guys be talking cars, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. say some shit that I don't understand. i will be like, yeah, y <laughs> equals mxb plus square. And I'll be like, yeah, I get what you're saying. so I say some dumb shit like that. So I'm just curious, what are mechanics regularly getting over on that it's not like uh it's not like two hundred or 300 dollars to replace the brakes, but they're telling you that. Mm. So I'm curious. I want mm. y'all to dry snitch on the industry.
1: I'll give you a hint of one I, I got extremely overquoted for. Yes. Transmission fluid. Transmission fluid is tricky. If you, if, if it depends on the car. So oh yeah. shit! <laughs> um, I took my Audi S four, two thousand eight V eight, old older car. That engine is beautiful, but it is problematic. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It might be time for a transmission f- fluid change. I'm sure the previous owner hadn't done it yet. It, it was an automatic transmission too, which I didn't love, but that was part of it. Uh, I got quoted nine hundred dollars. To get my transmission <laughs> fluid change, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, that specific engine requires us to actually drop the engine, so he has to take the engine off, like down. They have to drop the engine, and then they can to get to like the actual transmission. So then, where they open it up, drain out the fluid, put the new fluid in, and then put the engine back up. So like, it's a six-hour job. Damn. Um, do I believe that? Uh, partially, I do think 900 is an over quotation for that. Maybe four to five, I think, is more realistic. Uh, I'm sure they just didn't want to take it that day. They didn't want a five to six hour job that day. They were probably booked. So they were like, okay, well, <laughs> here you go. Here's 900 bucks if you want to pay it.
4: Okay. Yeah. I I think like fluids are usually like the... I want to say that's like usually like the one that a lot of people always kind of like get slightly overquoted, or like just in general when it comes to like changing fluids and stuff. Like... Um, it's definitely like kind of one of those things where like people were like, I, it could be a really easy job or it could be a very difficult job. Yeah. Um. I was working uh on our shop Porsche and we did all the transmissions uh fluid and we did a bunch of other fluids. But basically, like I could understand why someone could charge a lot of money for that. But I was just like. We're using liquid molly. Uh, I don't, I don't even know. Honestly, we just bought like the OEM replacement. Yeah. I think it's just for purpose of just making sure, like you know, whatever they require, they require. So yeah. It's uh, with Porsche cars, we try to we we really try not to like sh- buy other stuff just because That's like fair. Because I, I think we want to just put like the we want to <laughs> put like the, the original stuff back in, um, or just re- like updated, revised like versions that are more upgraded. Um, so like yeah, certain jobs are like that. Um, where In terms of like liquid and like fluids and stuff like that is like very like kind of one of those things where like people are always like, "I'm why am I getting charged like a lot of money for that?" Okay. Um. So like, you know, like I think like oh certain TikToks and stuff like talk (laughs) about how like an oil change for Mercedes like 150 bucks and I was just like, okay, well like when you think about it, I was just like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but but I'm also like the fluids and like the materials alone should. Probably cost you ninety. Exactly. And then like everything else is like because they have all the tools, it's like maybe like labor. They pump
1: out, they have to pump the fucking oil out. They pump that out. The the oil itself is ninety. So that's why I'm like, when they quote me like 120, 130, I'm like, you know what? The oil itself is ninety. But when they start piling
4: everything on, dude, that's when it starts like I'll say the number one thing, never pay for
1: wipers. Those are the easiest thing to replace. Go to the store. (laughs) Buy the wipers, change them yourself, because uh, they will overcharge you at the dealership for sh- OEM wipers, which are the shittiest ones you can buy. <laughs> Go to Auto Trader, buy some Bosch or some uh, Rain-X wipers. It takes yeah. literally five minutes. That's the one thing I'll say. Don't change your oil. Don't even. Don't change your oil. Take it to a shop, whatever. But change change your wipers.
4: Yeah. Just like little like <laughs> add-on, like little like things that like it's like miscellaneous stuff that they can like kind of like pretty much like or like, cabin air filters. Yeah, cabin air filters or like um oh my God. uh sometimes like they even like for like washes now because like dude that's, yeah, the, no, no, no. that's and i was just like thing. and what? i was just like yeah. wow that's kind of crazy because yeah. like i thought that was like complimentary based on like certain yeah. dealerships and like uh luxury places but i'll call um, them out yeah. cooney bmw try to charge
1: me for a fucking wash and i told them <laughs> no i'll wash myself
4: <laughs> <laughs> and so like yeah there's like little like tab bits and yeah, like i, I think like, like 20
1: bucks yeah. and i was like
4: oh what yeah. uh, 20 bucks to wash my car <laughs> yeah and so like it's just like little tab bits and like little things that like kind of like Or like little miscellaneous add-ons um for like certain things that will they will charge you um but you know it just really depends like i think like more or less like the point of view that i think like for service like um in dealerships or just like any mechanic shop in general when you're looking at it's just your time like do you think your time is worth it to you know fuss around Mm. try to figure out like this for like six hours would you rather pay someone else like two hundred dollars just to figure it out within one to two hours that four to six hours of you working on it you could have minus the one or two hours you save yourself four to five hours that four or five hours if you did your like nine to five or you had a certain job or you're an entrepreneur that's money you could have made or possibly made in that time frame yeah and so like that's like the mindset that i kind of have now as like just kind of working on my own uh business and stuff is like allocating time and then convenience and then just like how much do you value your I think a lot of time is p- like people um, look at it as like kind of like a costly thing in terms of like monetary value, but like look at it also in terms of your time. Like, do you think it's a lot easier to just pay someone to just do it within like thirty minutes or fifteen minutes, or would you rather just try to do it yourself? And I think for me, like just even working on cars in general, like I want to learn because that's just part of like my DUI like mm. um, like kind of like background that I want to essentially just try everything and just like soak everything up like a sponge you know and so sometimes I might go through all those like hardships of working on cars and like it's not fun sometimes but I generally do seek enjoyment once I finish a, a certain job yeah. like um, personal story I like mm-hmm. literally uh, was talking with my dad about like something was wrong with his van because mm-hmm. he's owned it for a very long time like 150 miles um, so it's pretty beat up and he uses as a beater and like just like kind of a car that he drives from work all the time so this alternate goes out and then he tells me, he's like, hey, look, like, I don't think you can change the alternator. I was just like, I like, I'm like, I'm low key doubting you. And I'm just like, well, that's totally fine. I don't, I don't really like, you know, I want to like learn how to take it out. And also in just in general, like, I'll save you a couple hundred bucks. It's because my time. Like, you know, I was just like, it probably might be like a, it was cold as a one to two hour job. It took about like four to like six hours. Um, but, you know, I would rather sacrifice that time because i'm doing a service to my pops and he saved about six or seven hundred dollars because when he got quoted it was like six or seven hundred dollars that's six or seven hundred dollars i saved and i think we only spent like 200 and then mm-hmm. my hands and then you fix yeah. it right so just as a consumer and just in general like as a like when you look at your time and stuff like always look at it from like a, a value of your own time because i was willing to give up my own time to fix my pops card just to save him a little bit of money and plus it's like my, my pops, like, you know, I want to make sure that his car is straight, he can get to work. And like that alone, in terms of me working on my dad's car was enough to value my time to save him 600 bucks. Like, so when, like people, so when people, so when people like, you know, say like, it's like, yeah, this is a lot of money for like a certain service. So I'm just like, well, look at it in terms of your value of time. And then if you feel like that's like worth your time i would just spend the money because you could have been doing something else for that certain amount of uh, allocated time especially like when you own your own business you're an entrepreneur you're like a go-getter every second kind of essentially counts um and also just in general like if you value your time a lot uh (laughs) definitely like that's why we have experts in certain fields um, because they know what they're doing they can get it done a lot faster than some other people and so that's why like uh you pay for your services, but also value your time, though. Yeah.
3: So, what is, you know, we've been talking about cars this whole time. What is your
4: dream car? Ooh, my dream car. I think Kaz kind of knows. I'm a big, <laughs> yeah. like, kind of like BMW guy just because of my oh, parents. I, um, I going to say Porsche. And Porsche, too, I'd yeah. say. So, I have like two, and they're kind of very similar in the sense of like why people like them. So, like, the Porsche that i like would be a gt3 rs is high revving na just a very very aggressive and like sleek looking car you know like it's it looks kind of like the same as like most 911s until you realize it has like a wing has a couple other aggressive arrows so you like yeah. if you kind what's, of like look at it what's it's msrp like, on that one just for the people listening. oh dude i don't even know i think if you had all the options you know it could be close to like quarter of a million yeah yeah, yeah so it's yeah. a lot of money oh, a wow. quarter of a million like it's it's a lot for a big doe kind of car but i think quarter, like a quarter
1: million too and it's like um, it's, it's like, not like a like a super car if you look at it yeah like you can get a ferrari for that money for example yeah but the porsche is going to treat you so much better
4: and i think you can add a little bit of tab bits within within that quarter million you know like if you just bought up a straight up a car and that the porsche they just, will
1: be like perform better too
4: yeah you know perform better and then in terms of bmw an M3, E92. E92 same, M3. Same that's thing, good. high revving V8. Um, It's like kind of like their rendition on just like that whole era where every luxury brand was doing a V8. And so I think like if I had to choose one out of the three, I'd probably pick the BMW one. I think it looks classic, timeless in terms of like its aesthetic. And overall, like I think like the cabin itself is very driver oriented, which yeah. I really mm-hmm. appreciate in terms of like just if you enjoy cars, like I like a car that's made solely for the driver and just, it's
1: a V8 with a manual which yeah is and a manual very too. hard to find yeah so
4: any it. preference of a car that is like a dream car would have to be a manual transmission of course there's no shame in terms of like driving a manual or auto I think a lot of people in the car community kind of talk about like oh like you're a car <laughs> guy and you only is like, <laughs> and you're yeah, like you, know and you, you drive an automatic blah, blah, blah. yeah it's like no 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 I think if you just enjoy your car um no matter what transmission it doesn't matter I just have a preference in terms of like yeah. what I prefer um, but, you know, I think those are like the two. Those are good choices. Yeah, two dream cars that I would definitely own, hopefully, within my lifetime. Um, if not, I'll probably take the BMW because it's a lot closer in terms of attainability <laughs> and yeah. affordability. They're going up in price,
1: though, those motherfuckers. Those, yeah, those, I know, these, right? they, they used like, to be like uh, 15, 20. Now they're, they're like 30, 35. 30, yeah, like a good, nice, appreciating value. That's the thing. Yeah. Rare cars, rare cars that people want now appreciate in value. Yeah. So some cars aren't a depreciating value. Yeah.
4: Most of them are depreciating, but like, a lot lot (laughs) lot of them them are, are. but I think like certain cars, you can kind of maybe make a little bit of money. I mean, people were kind of making a decent amount of money selling their old car back during the COVID COVID era. And then, you know, they got a brand new whip and I was just like, Hey man, you finesse the system. So like, it's just like, Hey, (laughs) like good, good on you. So like, I mean, honestly, like it's, it just depends on like your outlook in terms of like what you need the car for. I think just some people enjoy it more than just like a machine like people 100%. like yeah and so like i think just it's your perspective of how you look on it
2: yeah shout
1: out carmax, Car-Max. yeah carmax Thank i you know. know shout out carmax <laughs> yeah, <that's serious. laughs> do you know Yo. do you know my dream is
4: my dream car my attainable dream oh i think i've told you i think i think you have told me it is i know one of them if if it's not the correct one but i know one of them at least it's a mercedes c63 amg uh, the V8, the W uh 203. That's almost spot
1: on the Black Series. specifically. Yeah, the Black Series. That's the car that made me fall in love with the with with cars really. Yeah, like 2012.
4: And it's the, the same it's same era as like the the e- E92. Same so. era as the the E92 BMW. Yeah. So when I saw that See, car in Top
1: Gear, let's take over here. Turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not turn.
0: Yeah. Like, I was like, I'll say. I was having a good time. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm yeah. having a. <laughs>
1: Fantastic time. Yeah,
3: um, I, love, I love how y'all getting so specific details with these. Yeah, cars. sorry,
1: like you guys, I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm trying to like broaden it out. Yeah. So like, out I, back I, they say
0: f- six cylinder, 16 decades. I was like, <laughs> I was the fuck they talking to yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> let's, let's bring this back. So we talked about the car aspects for quite a while, actually. Um, but there is, you know, there's another, that's only half of really the aspect. And we don't have to go, you know, we don't have as much time to go into the second half. But I want you to talk a little bit why clothing, why clothing specific to the car community.
4: Yeah, I feel like just in general, um, clothing in terms of like just car people, I think. Dress like bums. I would say that they just don't, really like, um, in a sense, like, I don't know if that's like their first priority. I yeah, yeah, so like one of my, I guess, like business propositions of like why I wanted to start it is that. A lot of the times people are spending a lot of money on car parts or aftermarket parts or they're just spending a lot of money on their cars um just as like a car person myself like i spend a pretty decent amount of money on my car um but just in general though like it's just a lot of people spend their money on their car but like we want to focus on like making something that's automotive like slash like motorsports inspired that is like affordable in a sense that like you know it's obtainable to people um, and it allows people to kind of essentially enter into culture, whether if you have a car or not. I think like the thing is, is that I feel like at least like most people can appreciate like a nice car when they see it. Right. Yeah. Um, So like when I look at cars and then look at clothing, I think a lot of times when it comes to the consumers, um, it's just giving a certain avenue that people can kind of be in the motorsports industry or automotive industry. Um, be involved in the car community without having to actually necessarily own a car or um, if you already own put a car. money into their yeah, car. Yeah, you know, essentially mm. give away that if someone was prioritizing their car, they're allowing themselves to kind of immerse themselves in other parts of like the culture, like in terms of, like clothing and like music and stuff like that. We're just one avenue of that. Um, so mm-hmm. just allowing people to just have another avenue of expressing themselves, um, especially in the car community, since I know Clothing is probably not the first thing that they prioritize. Is more probably actually buying car parts. But, like, that's why we want to intersect within that avenue.
1: Interesting. What would you say, let's say, for car people normally and people purchasing your product, what would you say is, like, the thing most car people are, like, looking to buy or, like, like apparel-wise?
4: Apparel-wise, like, usually most of the time it's, like, hats and T-shirts. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is, is that... Um, i feel like hats is like a pretty accessible and like low barrier and like low entry to barrier like kind of product and Mm -hmm. so like most of the time is like people always wear hats um even if you're not a hat person or per se like there is at least like one style or one clothing of article in terms of a headwear that somebody might enjoy whether it's a beanie it's a like a five panel it's just a snapback uh, strap bag, there's, there's a lot of like variables and that's like in terms of like the clothing industry That's like why like, you know, you have so many people of different like clothing and stuff like that So like I think like hats is always usually the first one because it's very very low um Barrier entry to, and just to get into the brand buy into the brand and just in general like have a piece of article um From the brand itself. The other thing t-shirts. I feel like everyone always wears t-shirts um, Yeah, so like I think t-shirts is a great way to kind of essentially just like support the brand or just like wear it around Um, and you wear it for everyday wear if you can wear it for like exercising you can wear it just to kind of lounge around in if you actually want to wear it out um, that's like another thing too Um, so when I look at these two articles in terms of like clothing I think those two generally speaking are probably the two that a lot of people gravitate to at first and then you know for The fashionistas they might go for the pieces that are a little bit more um the roberts of the world you know they they pop out a little bit more or like they resemble a little bit more personality um so essentially like it just whatever floats your boat honestly and like the thing is um too is is like clothing is kind of one of those uh topics that a lot of people you know i think a lot of people are like are really like into it or really not into it but for me like my biggest thing is, is just wear whatever is comfortable. Because as I kind of, like, learned over time is, is that, like, a lot of people, especially that are people that are, like, you know, like, fashionistas and stuff like that, like, sometimes they're not really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, like, it sucks because, like, you know, like, they're pulling off a fit, they're looking real good and stuff like that. But it's not very comfortable all the time. So I think, like, for me, like, finding that balance of, like, looking real good, feeling really good, but also being comfortable um, and just wearing, like, clothing that you feel comfortable in so i think like a hat and a t-shirt is very easy for people to kind of just in general like get into a brand whether if it's like like our motorsports apparel like company or if it's just like h&m or any of that stuff you know like it's it goes from like fast fashion all the way to like you know your niche and like boutiques and um high-end stuff you know
1: Okay, yeah, I got okay.
0: something for you. I yeah, yeah. You. I'm gonna set the scene for you. you yeah. know, they don't think I know cars. I know cars. Okay, okay. So,
1: <laughs> Please set the scene.
0: Anthony Hamilton Lewis. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, there we go. Anywho, so uh, close. Nah, <laughs> <yeah, yeah. laughs> like, Where's uh, where he, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. where he from? Uh huh. Where's he from? Europe. Africa.
1: Europe. Yep.
0: Yeah, let's fucking go. But, but this is you know a where? Specific. Damn, he's from the. Um, look at me he from that one place where there's that you know that one uh, <laughs> what, what language does he speak yeah he's ted lasso shit <laughs> oh <geez. laughs> he speak. Um, anthony, no, anthony hamilton's a singer french. he's he's definitely not french come on bro he's dutch sometimes <laughs> 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 i think he said that something yeah what languages he speak? Man, he be speaking at all of them. Duolingo, you know. He, God, you, you know, British. he sponsors. He's oh, British.
4: I see. I be telling you, he' British. You know what I'm sometimes.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, he's that
4: would, that would arguing, be one of the yeah. he said. <laughs> maybe when he's arguing with Max Recep and he yeah, maybe Dutch, when
1: maybe he gets Max, he'll, speak, he'll throw in a couple Dutch <laughs> yeah, words.
0: Yeah. So I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, we want to definitely talk about your brand and all the things. Uh, so I guess my curious question is, if you had um, him. Mm-hmm. And you had an opportunity to be with him, and he got to showcase no matter what he wears, it's gonna go viral. Mm-hmm. What's the one piece in your clothing closet you would want for him to have to showcase your brand?
4: That's a good question. Ooh, uh, you know, it's like our m- most popular product, but um, our Renegade and like Engine House uh, collaboration for the Have More Fun Tea, he's a very like bright personality type of person, you know, like I mean. If you follow any of, like, the F1, like, culture or just a comedian in general, Lewis Hamilton's kind of been, like, the shining star of, like, who they want the brand to represent. Mm. Uh, he's kind of like the LeBron. He's like the LeBron. Yeah,
1: he's you know? British. Yeah, he's, he's kind of getting he, up there
4: in age now, so he's yeah, not winning he's, as much. Know, he's not winning as much, but he's, still much, like but really, he's pretty really top to your talent. But sure. I think the thing that a lot of people really respect his cultural significances is, is that he values a lot in terms of, like, innovation and, like, for the culture um he started a program for people um that are minorities and like uh teens and like younger uh adults to get into f1 um and just in general like motorsports racing and he gives out like scholarships or money to people to essentially like be on the team and they'll like apply and essentially just kind of like be a part of his like small group that he kind of mentors and like girls kind of like yeah. how you guys mentor each other but um <laughs> so it's all it's like it's pretty cool because like you know just oh. in ge- yeah so, like just in general like um he's a really big personality and i think like that t would kind of like sum up like you know of like how he yeah. would just carry himself you know have fun like it's you don't just, have loose you know, but you have me i wear that shirt yeah, around <laughs> know, exactly. so yeah so like just just in general like i think like i think that sure applies to like pretty much like yeah. a lot of people, but that's m- mainly the reason why like I think that's like probably one of my favorite products is just because like no matter what, even if it's not related to cars or anything, just have fun. Like you know, this is mm-hmm. like have more fun. I think like happiness is like key to like you kind of like living your life and stuff. And so like a lot of people, you know, have up and ups and downs and stuff like that. But at least if you're having fun during all that like all like the roller coaster moments and stuff like that um that's something to appreciate and he's i guess like more or less um in a motorsports perspective he's more bigger than the sport he's a very shining icon of like what people think like represents f1 and so like that's why i would personally i would tell him to be like hey you should get this t-shirt because i think it represents you as like a person in general so um I yeah I think just in general like that would probably be a great piece for him <laughs> so
3: my my question uh, for you um what is your message about engine house like what is your message you want to send with engine house to people yeah
4: i so my message is just kind of like from uh either like car culture I think you know just enjoy it, immerse yourself, like get into it, learn from a lot of people. Um, learn from a lot of like the people that has been in the culture for a long time because they have a wealth of knowledge um, that they would love to share um, just solely because you know like they probably were at the same spot as like everybody else just starting out then they kind of figured out like hey like working on cars is really fun and like you know like working um, on cars and then just basically building it you know making it their own is kind of like something they share and so like when you look at other people that like kind of do the same thing you know like you want to Kind of spread the um the knowledge and also spread like in terms of like the love of like what you essentially really enjoy um and then secondly is to like from like a business perspective is like always i guess like in a way make sure that like you allow yourself to be like kind of positive and like support other people's like dreams because i think as like a um a business owner now like i see the importance of supporting small businesses or people that are trying to achieve something Um, because the main thing is is that like it kind of goes back to the thing that i was saying earlier that like time is very valued and stuff so like you give your time and your energy to things that you value and so like when i look at it from like our branding message too it's just like we value cars in general but we value the community and we also value like just like the connections that we make to people on a day-to-day basis and stuff like Absolutely. that especially if you don't like like cars or like if you're not really knowledgeable about cars like you know i'm always able to like you know spit a little bit of knowledge about cars or got a certain question like you know just in general like my my time like i value it and so like i want to essentially like for the things that i value in life and the things that like both the brand and also just in general like uh for people like, I want to give my time to the things that I actually enjoy.
0: Before Cost closes out with my final question is, because I, I want you to be honest. Yeah. Because we play no games here. Okay? Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't know that.
4: Okay, <laughs> great, 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 great.
0: So you can't lie, okay? Yeah. If you lie, I'm going to know. I have mind control powers. Yeah,
4: yeah. You just read to everyone like a book. <laughs> Actually,
0: I'm pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> uh, Zay got me on a different planet. But yeah. anywho, I gotta ask, what's street racing record?
4: Ooh, street racing record. Uh, I've lost more times than I probably damn won. It. Yeah. Andy, no, damn it. no, it's uh honestly my car is just pretty slow. I mean, but just in general though, I mean I, I appreciate respect the honesty. Yeah, yeah, I it's it's slow. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like I remember one time. A guy in a Porsche 911 Turbo S. That's not even. That's not. Yeah, it's like, it's like me versus Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it's like you know like Like, basically like when you talk about levels and like just in general like cars like that's like you're comparing like Michael Jordan to like what like Raymond Felton. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shit, it's a pretty disrespectful. It's It's a large gap, right? And you know, I but I think the thing is, is that like that the reason why I enjoyed that time of losing because, you know, like he. You know, he pulled up. He saw you uh, enough to be like, all right, let's... Yeah, yeah." he he acknowledged me. Then we went for a little bit, caught up to him, and he gave me a big thumbs up, and he said, like, that that was was pretty cool. And he was an older gentleman, too. So obviously someone that is probably, like, more accomplished and, like, you know, like, has, like, a nice car because he's worked hard for it and stuff like that. But just the significance (laughs) of just being able to recognize, like... That car is probably not the fastest, but the fact that I looked over you, acknowledge you as another person that is like probably into cars, went at it for like maybe like half a mile before this guy was pretty much like gone, and I all the only thing I could see was his tail lights, but then pulling back to then give me a thumbs up and smile, when it's like what like nine thirty like at night or something like that, like that's. What that's a the, dub. That's a that's, win. That's a win for me, even though I completely lost. But I think that's like the positivity. Still. That's the positivity, and that's like the that's the really thing well. that I value is that with the car community is that like, if this guy that clearly is like you know Mike like a MJ and is giving time to like hang out with Raymond Felton like that's kind of crazy <laughs> you know like so like that's Gosh. why like yeah. you know hey New York's Nick Legend but like you know but like just in general though like I think that's like. That's super cool and that's what I live for. That's you know? what we need more of in the car community. Yeah, too. We, too many yeah. people care about horsepower numbers. Money, money and like yeah. uh, who's got the status of like the, like the cars and yeah, stuff like that. But I just stuff. genuinely enjoy like looking at cars, like driving cars. Yeah. And then just talking. If to you show me about your it.
1: Civic you bought for a thousand that you've plasti dip yourself, but you put the hours into it, I'll be like, "Hey man, that's awesome. I, I respect that." Or yeah. if I go to a Cayman GT4 Porsche and I'm like, "Yeah, it's a two hundred thousand dollar car. That's really fucking sick too." Yeah, and yeah, I Talk to the owner, and he's actually a cool guy that's into cars. That's the same exactly. experience. Yep. It's dope
0: not gonna lie I need to lingo to translate what you just
2: said <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways
1: my final question Andy uh, if you want to talk about it a little bit I know you've talked to me a little bit yeah. the goal of Renegade Engine House possibly some coffee
4: oh yeah I Maybe mean like, like what is the far like when you see it down the road what, what do you oh see man. it coming to, to the, be the dream is to open up a retail space where it's like has like pretty much all like the functions of like pretty much what we want in, mm-hmm. a, in a brand Um, We obviously want to enlarge the shop and like essentially have more space to do our projects, uh, Mm -hmm. research and development in terms of like the platforms. Uh, We also have other aspects in which we want to kind of like grow in like either like a coffee shop or um, a little boutique. Just something to allow people to kind of immerse themselves uh, in, you know, like a space where like it's a little bit more safer, where you can see people working on cars or talk about cars. Um, Also, we like video games um, so, so I think honestly like uh, an arcade or some sort of like simulator like a where college project we worked on yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah, like like a, <laughs> yeah yeah so like you know like a ex- experimental retail space that allows people if you're not into cars or into cars to essentially kind of immerse itself into like a like a low niche um, especially so. when we like foster and harbor like basically like um, that culture and like the ones that we want to essentially like kind of grow into uh that's like what we want to essentially do is we want to just kind of keep growing it within the community and then also in a sense like allow people to kind of like come together and like also just in general um feel it out you know like Even if you're intimidated, like, we want to make a welcoming space, you know, like, a cafe or an arcade is, like, pretty, like, accessible to people and stuff like that. Um, And just, like, also just in general, allow people to have another fun space to kind of be around in. Because I would like to say, like, you know, um, we try to have fun when we work and just in general. Like, when people like to have fun when they work or just in general, if, like, they like having fun, I want to basically foster that and so like it's like a playing no games you know like it's just like we want we want we want everyone to have a good time and so like when we look at plans of like expanding out or doing a retail space or like doing like coffee shop or arcade or something like that like Mm -hmm. we want it to be pretty inclusive and just allow everyone to just essentially enjoy what we enjoy pretty much so you know like we love coffee we like love video games we love cars there you go what about what about like a garage
3: mm-hmm. that's a coffee house and people can come work on their own car there?
4: Yeah, I honestly, I like. I think that would be a pretty cool concept. I'd, like from a business owner mindset, the first thing that kind of pops up is like the legality part, like the liability, uh, yeah, the liability part, right? <laughs> and so, like, yeah, like maybe like that probably would be like something that like I know some certain. Uh, I know there is a place out in like Tiger that does like allow people to um essentially use their lifts it's like an open garage where you can just kind of work on your own stuff they provide all the tools and stuff that you rent their space out for a certain allocated time um but like yeah no honestly like i know in japan there's like even like a drive through grocery shop like your car is literally in the middle of the grocery shop and like mm. you can get all your car grab the groceries swipe the card get back in your car and then just drive off and it's like a it's like literally like it's kind of like a plane hanger, if that makes sense. A small plane oh, wow. hanger. So, like, they literally would just drive through, pick up their groceries and stuff like that, drive out. And it's, like, really cool, too, because a lot of cool cars will pull up and, like, you know, grab their daily needs and whatnot. And so I think that's a really cool concept. Um, And so, like, I think the only thing just from a business standpoint is just, like, the legality and, like, the liability part. But, yeah, no, I definitely um, want to look at certain concepts and just in general, like, I just want to make it so where people feel, like, it's not a garage it's just a place to like come kick it hang out and stuff like that and then also um just allow people to disconnect like the whole like mechanic like shop like you have to know the lingo and all that stuff and just be like yo like you're just trying to kick it come through you know get coffee or like you know play a couple games like play a little racing game or whatever and stuff so people like can kind of talk about cars and stuff like that in general and then you know clothing will still mainly be one of those things where like you know, if you want to be like a fashionista or like, you know, buy cool clothing, like, you know, I always will probably that'll probably be like probably the main attraction for my personal like kind of like growth in the business and stuff. But um just in general though, just some place where people can kind of hang out and have fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. My man, thank you for hopping on. Yeah, thank Appreciate you for you. having me. Yeah. Please
1: <laughs> please tell the people where can they find you? Where can they find Engine House, Renegade, all that yeah, socials.
4: So, yeah, so uh Instagram. Uh, so for our shop side, it'll be uh, Renegade Motorsports. uh underscore. uh Engine House is just uh Engine House. Um, so it'll be E N J I N H A U S. Um, spelled like that. Uh, and then my personal one, if you guys want to follow, is uh, Andy Dior with two R's. So um, yeah. Otherwise, uh our pages are public to open to uh, to look and see and like kind of no need to, to follow projects. Um, just <laughs> in joking. general, but like, yeah, like we keep track of all of our projects and do like pr- uh, progress updates on certain things that we work on. Um, but just in general though, like we love just making content just to keep people in the loop of what we do. Because um, I think that uh, a lot of shops in general, um, people want to see what you're working yeah. on. So yeah, and then, yeah. Where's your shop at? Um it's in the the Hisboro area. So um it is just uh via appointments um right now um we're just uh closed off for our time being because uh we are working on uh finalizing our projects to basically go to a huge convention up in Seattle called Wickfest. Oh, wow. Um so we are just essentially bunkering down for the next like 3 or 4 weeks um right now so that we can finalize everything and hopefully make a pretty big showing out there. Um 11 go up believe so yeah we oh, yeah. we, i mean i did a little work on it today um so yeah. like we're working on it but um yeah no i'm really excited to see where we take this brand um but just in general though like uh it's just one of those things where like i want to essentially start um and then just kind of more or less turn it into a business that like i can kind of more or less like just do my hobbies and then just kind of like make a living off of it but like more or less like allow people to kind of see in that world like what's going on um and just work on cars and there you, go. you know be uh true in the true entrepreneurship just doing stuff on your own time mm-hmm. um instead of uh right. you know just working a nine to five but uh that's kind of generally like what i kind of see in it just being a full entrepreneur there
3: you go.
0: well my whole life. Off it today. <laughs> my man. Not, man my, I'm not gonna
1: lie. You couldn't help
0: yourself. Actually, you know, shout out to Johnny. You know, you probably ain't gonna watch this episode, but goddamn, this was two Christmases in the making. This shit was fucking smooth. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I've been here for most of this interview. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I produced some great questions. That I, watched, I, don't know. I don't think I would have produced those questions without. Zay product placement Andy let me tell you something man <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you Yeah, I, I actually know what I'm saying I can wait I'm under control I know what I'm saying <laughs> I just want to say thank you Yeah,
2: Koss just said
0: thank you he just said a wonderful thing about what he's about to do with his 9-11 all I'm saying is look here I appreciate you coming through I actually will just say this um, I want to say thank you so much because you have definitely supported the show, commented, all the things. I really appreciate that from one business owner to the next. Yeah. You no, know, many thanks. And I, you know, hope this is not the last time you're on. For I sure. really love yeah. what you... No, like, you're, like, you're very pure soul. And I think one person said this, and I'll at least just end on this, is like, uh, no, Russell said this. He's a rapper. He's like, you know, people say... Um, how you do business is the reflection of you and I do actually believe that. So how you do business is a reflection of who you are as a person because bad business reflects as you're a horrible person on the inside. So you've mm-hmm. talked a lot about inclusion and involving people. So I just wanna say I really appreciate that because that reflects the person that yeah. I see.
3: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um I like to say thank you. You've inspired me to do more work on my own personal car. <laughs> um, I've already put a lot of work into it, and so I I want to continue to yeah. do that. Yeah. I think this this conversation kind of gave me the confidence to to do that. So I want to thank you for that. Not only uh you you inspired me in in many different facets of just the I have a curiosity about cars. I'm not mm-hmm. a big car person. Yeah, yeah. Um. But this just, you know, tapped into that, that fun side of things. So thank you for that. And when your shop does open, please, please let me know. Because I would love to pull up yeah, yeah. from a, a time to time. to we'll, we'll let you know even, next car
1: meet if you want yeah. to come by, see some cars. Absolutely. Talk to some people, um, see what it's like.
3: Absolutely. I would love to. Um, yeah, man. So thank you for everything. And, and thanks for being on the show, man. You're, you're definitely a, a kind-spirited, kind-heart. And I, and I 100% reflect you.
1: Respect you. Yeah, thank you so much, 100%. Bro, thank you. Love you. More people need to hear your voice. You got a (laughs) lot to share. So thank you for coming on.
4: Oh, yeah. I appreciate you guys just for uh, sharing your airway for me to kind of speak on, like, my business. And also just in general, like, talk about topics um, burning through curiosity. But just in general, though, like, uh, I appreciate what you guys kind of do. Giving a platform for people to kind of speak on. And just in general, too. Hitting on the real Play no game topics, so yeah. for sure. Oh, you say, well, You yeah. got saved. I had
0: a couple of them. Yeah. But, like, I'll say this. You know, next, time,
1: next time, maybe we'll get Mariana. Huh? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's, yeah. A hell yeah. that's a hell <laughs> Or
0: were you really in Paris? Mm. I don't know. I had a lot of questions. Yeah. I asked, hey, I'm yeah. uh, You know, I had some questions, but I think I had to save them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, if you like what we're right. doing. Hit the bell, like, subscribe. I'm following the up. above. I'm not cool.
2: Dollar sign.
0: <laughs> Dollar sign. <laughs> Zero.
1: Bob. Nigga, don't need some money. All right, thanks for watching. Subscribe, follow. He's embarrassed. Until next time, <laughs> take care. Peace. You probably
0: wonder if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right
4: now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. What shit, I think they call them groupies now.